was a turtle by the name of Bert. And Bert the turtle was very alert. When danger threatened him, he never got hurt. He knew just what to do. He ducked and cover. Ducked and cover. I love Of course, of course. They're fucking testing the tornado sirens right when we start recording. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Great. Awesome. This is the most Iowa thing that's ever happened on this podcast. <laughs> it is noon on a Saturday here, the first of the month, so that is what it does. I didn't think of that. They, how long do they go on? Uh, you know. <laughs> I, I don't usually pay that much attention once I realize what it is. It's probably going to go for like a couple minutes, but we could, I can edit it out. It's not a huge deal. Man, also, oh, me, I... me complaining about it could be a good cold open anyway. I might just use that junk as the cold open, unless you guys want to do So, guys, you do. I, I, oh. my fiance is doing better, a lot better, but, um, we devised a bit while she was in the hospital. Yeah, what's uh, the bit? The bit is a uh, Maoist Carl Weezer. Oh, god damn it. Maoist Carl Maybe, Weezer. Have you guys read Mao's quotations? Oh, I think they're really good for everyday life. <laughs> now, have you ever... Listen, I... I I really think the Cultural Revolution was a good thing, yeah. You know, Phil, I haven't thought about hurting myself in a while. <laughs> Man, you're making me think about taking that up again with that. Maoist Carl Weezer. Maoist Carl Weezer, yeah. Don't keep going. That's not a medicine. Keep going. Say the. Have you ever read Mao, Jimmy? The the blood of imperialists will come to our knees. Say that. Oh god, no. The, the blood of imperialists will come to our knees, Jimmy. But it's over and over. Oh, no. Do we want to? Who wants to introduce this show? Uh, whose turn is it? I we haven't had a few. No, no. <laughs> not until Easter. Not until Easter. During it's lit, but I know that that won't hold you back. I'm hoping that, that the shame of, of of doing something for, on 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 Easter will will make yeah. you behave. Well, Phil, did you go to an Ash Wednesday service? I did not because uh, of. Uh, so that's the problem, because he didn't get the feeling of of getting the ash on his face and being told like from dust you came and dust you will return he hasn't been humbled exactly humble break so no, this is no, this no. is kind of our ash wednesday to you i think that's we're going to bully phil uh, well, this also, episode also, remind no. him that he will die i'm I mean, aware also, of that i mean also uh, i didn't do an ash wednesday service but my life has been surrounded by tragedy and death so i think i get it you, yeah you don't you don't need it yeah yeah um, i've been do- i've been going to funerals since i was 5 
Oh. It's got real dim. <laughs> it's got real dim. This is what I'm I was saying is why we need Phil, because if you and I, if it's just you and I, this would be a bleak episode, I think. Phil, It'll you be, have to be the one helium balloon. The helium balloon strapped to this podcast, keeping us from hitting rock bottom. Because otherwise, it's going to be like the most depressing podcast episode that's ever been made. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I, I guess Finch technically red. introduced us last time. Yeah, but so I guess can, it's either me or, an introduction me or Maoist Carl. No, we're not doing Maoist Carl <laughs> Carl Weiser to open the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I do, do you want to do it? Yes. All right. The city state of Mammonburg. We're at the. We're in the. The um, White House of the city state of Mammonburg. Um, and we are reacting right now as our, unfortunately, our mayor has decided uh, to throw their hat in with Russia in this conflict, in this geopolitical conflict. And we are the three advisors going, I think that's a bad idea uh, here for you today. Uh, Phil. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm trying to convince the mayor of Mammonburg. Who, uh, we've, I think we established he sounds like this. Or is that, that's the mayor's assistant. Uh, someone like that. I don't know. The mayor of Mammonburg. Somebody makes this Wikipedia page already. The mayor, the mayor of Mammonburg, uh, in my headcanon looks like Mayor McCheese, but like in a Hillary Clinton costume. <laughs> so like you graft on some blonde hair and like a pantsuit yeah, yeah. and like yeah it's mayor mccheese mayor the Mc- McCheese. famed mcdonald's mascot <sighs> but it's hillary clinton jackal uh well i uh sir i personally don't think that siding with russia would be the best idea in this situation in my opinion uh <laughs> i think that perhaps we should not do that if that's at all possible please and i'm uh of course josiah uh trying some reverse psychology now i'm like yeah yeah you should do that hoping it will because work. it doesn't works. seem to be working but he's like I'm trying you're just best. encouraging him you're just <laughs> encouraging him. i'm encouraging him but do. i think that i'm doing the opposite i think like oh you know he wouldn't go with my advice but he keeps rolling with it all well, right, folks. That's a but that's advice? all we got because we don't have yeah, Finch today. A, no, this is just Mammonburg for the fellows. For the fellows. What if what if uh, Maoist Carl became an advisor to the mayor of Mammonburg? Okay, I'm uh, just for, I'm just saying uh, that <laughs> the blood. Listen, you should let <laughs> imperial rule. Russia's I, Russia's the adventure of of Libya. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Russia's the adventure oh, so you of both Libya, are guys. This now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Doing okay, uh, uh, that's I see how how this is going right now. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. I want to thank you both for 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 helping me finally understand where I am. I'm in hell. This is what you're in hell. Is. Yeah, I am welcome. I'm in hell. This is I've done something awful, and this is my my penance uh, for it. <laughs> Uh, well, well, everybody, we are, we are joined today. The news is crazy. Um, it's gotten bleak. Phil, are you off of Twitter for Lent? I, I have been off of Twitter yeah, for so Lent. Yeah, so two of us out of the three, uh, here haven't even been on Twitter anymore because we just can't handle the discourse. I'm the, the discourse. holdout. 
Jackal is keeping um, the, the fort up. up. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm keeping the fort up. I'm, by the time that you listen to this episode, my Twitter will probably be mostly uh, thirsty posts and uh, and posts about the Batman. So, yeah, because even Jackal cannot focus on this discourse anymore. He's moving no, to Batman. no, no, no. It's He's too, talking it's about too Batman. Insane. I'm talking about yeah. Batman and uh, and uh, the uh, and muscular women. That's going to be my niche now. Batman, go. muscular well, women. I suppose we should open our episode with a tip of the hat to just in general uh, the continued situation in Ukraine. That I I don't think any of us have anything specific to add anymore. Um, it's bad. It's just—it's not very good, and I'm not sick anymore, so I can give my full opinion on it. Uh, it's sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Phil, you can probably understand uh, from the last episode. Phil was uh, was sick. He was sick uh, as hell. Uh, yeah. I had a sinus infection. Uh, my sinuses yeah, were infected. It's uh its messy. It sucks. Um, I. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I'm. I'm worried that we're gonna get in a war. Uh, you know, all the usual fears. Uh, a world war in the nuclear age is not a thing that can happen or should happen, I should say. But it sure seems like the world is barreling that direction. We should. Oh boy. Uh, before we we get to, I, I want to to make a a, a statement um, that I think What's a lot a of yeah. particular kind of people on Twitter uh, seem to not get, and I think that we need to. Uh, I think it requires a, a definitive statement. Okay. Nuclear exchange is bad. Very yeah. bad. Very bad. It's very bad. You shouldn't do it. However, if you go on Twitter to a particular side of Twitter, you will see a number of people say, oh, it's not going to be that bad. It's going to be bad, but it's not going to be that bad. Oh, no. Yeah, don't it's worry, going guys. To be bad. Nuclear proliferation will be all right. <laughs> I, I trust everybody to keep a cool head about this. I, I uh, wish I I wish I had the the, the tweet, but there was a, a tweet from someone uh, saying that oh this is going to be bad, but it's not going to be that bad. It, the Earth will be so inhospitable for humans to not live on. It's like oh really? So <laughs> this stuff. I don't. I think... love the like if back then if a nuclear holocaust happened, it was like oh no, all of society is gone irreparably. We can never recover from this. To, it's like. Ah, uh, listen, being nuked is a minor inconvenience. The Japanese got over it. Which is well, something that I, I, I was going to bring that up because I started reading uh, Hiroshima by John Hersey. Uh, holy shit. This would be really bad, especially because... That like the bomb that the the one time a bomb has been dropped on, you know, on a city, right, was nowhere near the size of the bombs we have now i don't think people no, realize just how much nukes have too. developed <laughs> since the these 40s. are different these are significantly different bobs than the than the fat man and the uh, i forget the name for the mm. other one uh, um, little that boy were used in little, little boy something like, something that, like that that were used in fat hiroshima and nagasaki boy. uh they yeah. were used in hiroshima and nagasaki these are significantly different significantly so what the comparison between saying that oh look they got it, it look it got better eventually it's okay sure eventually that will also yeah. happen to us after god knows how long of nuclear fallout yeah yeah I, i'll have to ask my girlfriend where she got this website there was a interesting website that you could show like if you dropped a nuke on various places oh yeah yeah what would, uh, yeah what I, it would I look like the name of it it's and it'll show so like the casualty reports the fallout that would result yeah. that would result from it the blast radius it's 
bad. Oh, here it is. Nuke map, nuclear secrecy by dot uh, com. Um, yeah, no. If you if you place a nuke and see what like it does, I mean, my God, <clears throat> like it isn't just oh, uh, a city's gone, which is bad enough as is especially if you drop it on like New York or something, but the fallout in the way the fallout goes out. I mean, you could like decimate a whole coast, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. This, this shit's really bad. And I think it's being... bad. And I, I think that, that people seem to not think there's a lot of, I don't It's there's a lot of people, a surprising amount of people that think that it isn't going to be as bad as it is, which, okay, sure. The immediate bomb in that, in the, the immediate nuke in that radius you're dealing mm-hmm. with it, such an incredible amount of devastation from just that alone, which that just that happening should never happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. We it's have, it's something it that's bad. entirely preventable just and by not bombing people. Just don't, by just, just by, don't just do by it. not bombing. And secondly, we have the fact that when a nuke, when the nukes that we have now, the fallout and the radiation that will stick there and the nuclear winter that will be caused from a like not just like this is this would be a full-on nuclear exchange this hypothetical that these people are talking talking about that we should absolutely Jeez, do jackal talking about talking about the russia ukraine situation almost makes you feel like almost makes you wish for a nuclear winter <sighs> almost yeah i almost, i want to be blanketed yeah. by radiation Wait, I gotta oh, do the fallout thing where it's like, oh, I got heartache and trouble. How, how many of the songs are royalty-free? We should put one. Put one Every out. day you love me less, each day I love you more. Because, I don't know, I think it's, it's, uh, it's certainly weird that we're living in the world that we are now where, like, nuclear proliferation is now back on the table. Uh, I was I was talking to Josh um, Christensen of Odd Splice, um, friend of the show, friend of the show, uh, and we we were talking about how I I feel like I'm starting to empathize with the Boomers and Gen Xers a bit more because I, the anxiety I've felt over the last week starting to really reconsider oh this could happen like a nuclear war could break out um, is something they felt throughout their entire childhoods so like. I don't know. We were talking about like the fundamentalists in the eighties getting really into end times stuff. It's like, Oh yeah, I could see that now. <laughs> like I could see why that was an appealing uh, thing to get into. Um, yeah. There's a reason the boomers are crazy and it's because the way I felt the last week is how they had their whole childhood. Yeah. It's that like yeah. anxious, like, Hmm, I could wake up uh, in heaven tomorrow because mm-hmm. overnight, a bomb could literally just like yeah drop like, on my the, house while I sleep. I don't think they're gonna nuke Des Moines, but there still is the thought in the back of my head of like, do I really want to die at the office right now? Like, is this where I would want to die? You know, like that's like the kind of anxious thought process I've had, and that's I, you know, I, and that's sure. dramatic, but I, it is yeah. I think uh, I don't know. I've had just basically a uh, I don't know where this puts me, but I've had a well, if it happens, shit. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. nothing I can do about it. Oopsie daisy. Yeah, I don't know. I think that that uh, and this is not at all undermine the anxiety that you've been feeling. Just no, no, a lot but... of people now have, but I think that I'm I'm mildly worried. But my my brain has kind of I don't know if this is just like the over the years my, my I've just now become kind of numb. Uh, yeah, I understand. That. I base I just kind of respond like, oh, well, that's bad, but shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what can I it's do? It's just uh, 
Yeah, well, that's that's what's so um, helpless about the concept of nuclear war is there's it's like, you know, with a war war, it's like, well, I got to hide or, well, I got to dodge the draft. Like there are things you could consciously do to try to avoid being part of it. You know what I mean? There's still like a fight to have. But with nuclear right. war, there's a just an impotence to it. It's just like if this happens, this is what a bunch of fuckers in the White House and the Kremlin or whatever, they they make that decision. Their finger hovers over the button, and I have no say in that. And that's yeah, also, think... also really bringing me to the question of why the fuck do these still exist? <laughs> like, why why do we why have we allowed nuclear weapons to exist this long? Why why did the movement to disarm nukes die in the eighties with the Cold War? When it should it, have been it kept really alive. really shouldn't have. I think that, yeah. that uh, we have this, the, the fact that this is a thing that we have, we shouldn't have this uh, as, as of like, because uh, one can go a bit hippy dippy and say, oh, we shouldn't have war, which is true. But also from what we know about human nature, that ain't happening anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that we should, I think that as a, as a, as a species, we should come to a, a decision that no, no, Nuclear we shouldn't weapons have should these. not exist. Yeah. These should oh, not be every point where Good God. What is what it is good it? for? Absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing. Say it again, uh, yeah. <laughs> War, what is it good for? Exposing human nature. But it's I like uh it it's it's not good. It's not good. It's really not good that uh, where where we are at the moment with that nuclear proliferation is uh, and nuclear exchange. That's it's being talked about. There is, I think that people do, however, need to calm down a little bit because um, mm-hmm. I've seen some people get really, really worked up, and we're not there. We're not there. No, it's more like it's a reawakening of Cold War anxieties. Is what's a lot of this has yes. been coming out. Is it's like. I didn't think this was something I had to think about anymore. And it's, it's now we're thinking about it. Yeah. Again. We're oh, thinking no. about it again. Cause it's, cause yeah, it's do, but does the button get pressed? I don't know, but like, it's probably not super likely. I think if I'm being reasonable here, because I just, I can't believe anybody's crazy enough to, to do it. But like the fact that nukes are getting armed again, that we're even making that that Russia is even making the step is like that's that's a break of precedent for decades, and it so is, it's it's yeah, just bringing right. it back up into it. But yeah, no, I don't think it. I don't think it's going to happen. I I don't think. But I've also I, because been wrong a lot. Uh, you do have to <laughs> you do have to I, you do have to think that once that happens, it's over. This it's over. Yeah. This shit that we have, right? This this whole poli- socio political e- e- infrastructure that we have. If there's a nuclear exchange, it's done. Everything's done. Yeah, and like, I don't know. It's it's a weird time to be alive because it feels like there's a lot of a lot of old political questions are coming to the forefront again. Um, you know, it feels like we're we're having the conversations people in World War II and during the early days of the Cold War were having all over again. Um, uh, what's that uh, that Mark Twain quote? History does repeat, but it sure does rhyme. Yeah, and uh, the Mark the 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 Marx quote, which is "History repeats itself first as tragedy, then as farce," also feels pretty, uh, you know, applicable here because it's like the shit that's happening right now is stuff that in the like 
fifties. We, you know, we thought was going to happen between the U S and Stalin and we have it between yeah. us and Putin with Biden as our president. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it feels like a joke. <laughs> Biden basically just goes up there and he's like, I just want to assure other than nuclear. Why is that yeah. Bill Clinton? Anyway, uh, a nuclear, he's like, I don't, Jack, I don't think a nuclear war is going to happen. You guys calm your britches. We just need to hold out hope that what keeps on keeps on, you know? It was yeah, just like if we were was, was supposed to be the showdown between like, I don't know, like Eisenhower and Stalin or like JFK mm-hmm. and Khrushchev, right? But in, now it's it's Putin <laughs> and Damn. a dementiated man that can't finish a sentence. <laughs> an aging, I'm just... We have an aging Putin and, and a dementiated president. <laughs> That is the that's the that's the Cold War we got now, that's, and also yeah, this, we don't even have the we don't have the cloak of like Russia being like cloaked in red anymore. They're just out and out like a neoli- neoliberal yeah. capitalist hellhole. Yeah, because now there isn't like a choose the side of like, ooh, do we do communism or democracy? You know what I mean? It's not like that. It's like, well, we got the the kind of like mob leader of Russia. <laughs> And we got uh, neoliberalism. <laughs> we have that's, Russian that's, oligarchy uh, versus American white capitalist the oligarchy. The stupidest Hegelian dialectic is occurring right Next now. week, uh, basic. <laughs> I, I feel like next week, um, Mark Zuckerberg is going to come out and be like, well, listen, guys, uh, I know Ukraine might fall to the Russians, but in the metaverse, we have an entire uh, three-dimensional space reserved for Ukraine to mimic Ukrainian culture so that people can uh, visit it before and after it's eradicated by the Russians. <laughs> did you see the Mark Zuckerberg so sister did like, a, did like a music video about NFTs? Oh, God. She looks... She looks like him too. Like she looks like like the she looks like the like uh like the Amir universe gender flip to Mark Zuckerberg. It's oh very God, wait, guys, it's, I just I was gonna do a bit real quick and like in the back of my head a very grim thought propped up. What's that? What if there was like an NFT? End like, of sentence. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. What if there was an? It's a terrifying enough, but what if there were like. What if the U.S. military in the future, uh-huh. and this is purely hypothetical, yeah, we're okay. making up something to get mad at. <laughs> what is the right. U? What if the U.S. military makes NFTs that correspond to people's dog tags, so you can like support <laughs> a soldier, support like a soldier by buying an so NFT, and you'll be alerted if they die. So this is the worst, Phil, Phil, I want you to think about this entire, your entire history on this podcast. That is the worst thing you've ever said. (laughs) Out of everything that you have, just imagine, no, just imagine crypto bros being like, like, trading their soldiers. And those are like real people fighting overseas. And they're like, oh, dude, mine just went up in value because he God, died. This is so bleak because it's like, yeah, I could kind of imagine like the sponsor a child in Africa type things. Yeah, oh, that's but what I was being like, like switched to, to like NFTs. That's this is bleak, my friend, because I don't think this is completely. I know we're making up a thing to get mad at, but it doesn't feel out of question. 
Yeah, like a, like a humanitarian uh, quote unquote. Yeah, humanitarian NFTs. Yeah, it's like you, you sponsor, sponsor a kid from Namibia. Like Nick. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now right. look, you can see his face. It's printed on the well, NFT. Yeah, his or starving I guess little boy face. Right now, it would be sponsor a kid from Ukraine or something like that. Ugh, bleak. Oh, um, but that's not real. We're just getting mad at it. the concept of a thing that could happen. But the, I, thing, the, the thing, though, the thing though is that I can see that happening. I can, yeah. I can see that that is within the realm of possibility of a well, thing that could happen. The, the, it's so tricky because the Russia thing is kind of creating this obnoxious, although necessary, kind of popular front where, like, you know, the left is kind of having to, unless they're, like, obnoxious lefties, you know, they're kind of have to being a little bit lock and step with the liberals right now because it's like, well, the option is is Russian imperialism or, I guess, NATO and resistance to it in some way. Now, now you know, the, I, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying you have to, like, love them. But, yeah, the popular front is kind of getting formed here, which is, you know, what's really odd is, like, yeah, like Elon Musk helping out ukraine right now or whatever oh, that's why I think the, the nft thing doesn't feel completely out of question because yeah. you do see like crypto and stuff being like like jump to the defense of ukraine it is it is kind of odd this popular front of ukrainian anarchists uh ukrainian nazis nato uh neolibs and various like this is mm. it's, it's very strange, like the and then sort of like the global all kind of looking at the sort of like the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Um, it is an odd tr- kind of popular front that is being built uh, internally. Yeah. And uh, not a sustainable one after, if, if this no, ends. No, 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 no. Like, we're no, not, no, I'm no, not no, going to no, be buddies with Elon Musk after this. You know what I mean? No, like, Elon Musk is such a tool. I'm not even going to be buddies with Zelensky. I, you know, like... No, no. What? You're not going to be uh, buddies with the, uh, boy boss Zelensky? <laughs> with boy I think his, his, what was his, what the fuck did you just say? I had a thing which I was going to, I was going to, yeah, you yeah. know, fuck it. No, go ahead. Go, go, go. Do what you're going to do. Zel- me? Boy boss Zelensky? Uh, whichever no. one. I, I lost, okay, I lost okay. my brain with that. Um, no, I was going to, I was kind of wanted to explore Zelensky because I think he's pretty funny is like what's happening to him um because okay isn't he literally like a ukrainian comedian yes so so that's all you know that um you know i okay i you know so i'm off twitter for lent right you know oh and so i'm on facebook now and what's crazy like what i love and hate about twitter is you get the most just like internecine battles of esoteric shit you know the weirdest fringe movements of the left fighting each other and on facebook though everyone's lock and file like there is democrat facebook and republican facebook like on my feed it's much more like coalesced and so oh my god the whiplash of just like going on being on facebook where instead of like this you know debates about well you know Zelensky was at a 20 percent approval rate before blah 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 you know it's like Every straight woman that's a, a that's that's a liberal, and every gay man that's a liberal that's on my Facebook feed are just like, I want Zelensky to fuck me so so much. Like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna clip that that uh, that quote off. So. I I want. <laughs> 
I do not. No, this is not. It's disgusting. (laughs) Like it's the uh, the 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 Cuomoification of politics has been a disaster for for uh, for (laughs) political discourse. Because this happened with uh, this happened with with uh, my former governor, uh, the the man who cannot be uh, uh, who cannot sexual assault anyone because he is Italian. It's part of his culture. Phil, you you know this. Uh, yes, Phil's Phil's aware of this. Um, Trudeau, Trudeau was the other one. Um, although the, other the blackface one. thing, I think finally threw a wrench in it. But I think, man, I, I remember people it. posting Trudeau's ass everywhere all the time. They, it was so did, yeah. annoying. So oh, funny too. thing Fauci. is that I was browsing Etsy and I did a little experiment. I wanted to see if I could because there's this shop I get icons from, and they're in Russia. Mm. So I was like, huh. How are they doing? Could I buy, yeah. Can I still buy stuff from them? And I tried to buy something small from the shop, and it was like, yeah, sorry, this transaction has been declined by PayPal, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, sanctions, oh. buddy. So, yeah, they're, they can't even trade with, like, people over, like, Etsy. Or, yeah, like, well, probably because of PayPal, yeah. The um, transaction will literally just be declined. Uh, no, I, Zelensky, Zelensky's awesome, uh, because, you know, what I will say is he's really bringing in a golden age for, like, goofy white guys being hot, because everybody's thirsty, it's really our, like, our time to shine now, so yeah, the, I, I'm- The Pete Davidson of Russia, Yeah, you know? of, of goofy, silly, dad bod white guys are, like, we're, 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 a, we're hap- coming back. Or very dehydrated white guys. Oh, yes. Um- no, so I was talking with a buddy about Zelensky where we were saying, like, you know, there are people that were, like, wanting, like, a like a Marvel movie, like, biopic of, like, Zelensky that kept getting talked about. It was terrible. But I want, like, uh, uh, what's his fucking name? The guy who directed Death of Stalin and Thick of It and stuff. I want, I want like, a, a dark comedy about Zelensky. Because if you recall, his career was, like, dying before this war he was at a 20 percent approval rate and so you know this movie this biopic about this guy he was just a comedian he's just a ukrainian celebrity just being silly and then oh he fails his way upward into the presidency oh shit and now the presidency is collapsing everything is going terrible and then he has his one shot Russia invades Ukraine, and if he just makes sure people take pictures of him with a gun, he's his career saved. And so it's just him like, yes, <laughs> saving his career right now. Because this has been a PR like gift from heaven for Zelensky. He was such a hated person until this, and now the he whole was, country yeah. loves him. Yeah, well, I, I think want that, that story. A, a wartime wartime leaders, it's we get that boost, mm-hmm. um, uh, which I. I don't know. I kind of, I'm of two. One, I think that people who are overly celebrating this guy need to tone it fucking down a lot uh, mm-hmm. because he was not well liked before. He was also had had some, uh, a lot of corruption allegations and his name was in, I think, one of the papers that leaked uh, about, uh, uh, what was it? Like uh, the by Panama Papers or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a second round of that. I keep I'm forgetting the name of it, but he was. Yeah, his we name talked was about it on the show, but I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. But he he was uh, his name was there. So so let's keep in mind this guy is not great at all. But I will I I will do the thing of I guess I gotta hand it to him. 
That's true. He has been handling handling this better than I think a lot of people would. Yes, yes, I I agree. So I'm, I'm shitting on him because I'm pushing that. back. I'm pushing back against the hero love, but on the other hand, like, yeah. I mean, Which I'm only human. Play. I'm I'm only human. I'm a sucker to a hero myth, and he he he's doing it well. He's doing his yeah. role, which is to rally the country and, and look like a leader of the country, refuse yeah. to leave. You know, he's staying with this country. He's staying on the sinking ship. You know, it, it's cool. I, I get it. He is setting himself up for one hell of a milkshake talk, though. Oh, yeah. My hesitation. Gonna... <laughs> my hesitation with, uh, like, the Zelensky stuff is that I really don't like this, like, the streamlining of politics, like, I really don't, like, I hated when people were like, uh, like, Fauci is the new arbiter of truth, he's a hero, and I'm like, mm-hmm. he's just like a, somebody who's he's part just of, a like, guy. an organization yeah. who's doing his job, and not everything he says is correct, because that government organization does have, like, you know, it answers to the government, obviously, and, you know... When things get better, they're like, oh, man, you don't need to do all this preventative stuff anymore. Uh, You know, it just becomes laissez-faire, and they've been laissez-faire a little bit. And I think they're not being as cautious as they should be because people want the pandemic to be over. And they're they're literally, like, swaying to popular opinion in a lot of ways. It's like, you know, these organizations are far more complicated and have, like, far more different intentions than, like, the average person would want to admit. People just kind of obsess over this idea that the people they want in office are just like perfect politicians, whoever, who always do the right thing. You know, if they're the politicians that they like, mm-hmm. then they're always right and they always do a good job. And uh, we don't have any need to worry. Things will just work out because we have smart, good people in power. You know, it kind of reminds me of that horrible, horrible, uh, how do I describe it? That horrible... Do you guys remember when that post circulated around where it was like someone being like, hey, guys, uh, you don't really have a right to uh, to really critique Biden. Remember that uh, he's smarter than you. And, uh, oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. That every, yeah. It's like you just need to sit back and learn. Uh, you yeah. lefties just won't stop criticizing yeah. the good guy. I, I will. I will learn what the uh, the final stages of dementia look like on a. <laughs> <laughs> I'll finally uh, learn uh, neoliberal governance. Yeah, I'll learn and, the, it, the speaking honest, patterns of someone having a stroke mid-speech. Yeah. Do you I, guys yeah. think speaking that, of, like... Uh, speaking of having a stroke mid-speech, I have a tweet that I want to read to you, which uh, and then we will probably have to get to one of the other topics that we have. We have. Uh, <laughs> but the one thing I just wanted to say to wrap this up is, do you guys yeah. think that it was inevitable that, like, these, like, neo, neo-capitalist former, like, communist states, especially Russia... Do you think it was inevitable that we would just come into conflict? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I hate to be that guy who's like, yeah, it seems kind of inevitable. Do, not only due to our past, but also just like how this whole thing is structured. Like, I think the problem with like neoliberal capitalism is that inevitably what's going to happen is you just get to a point where all, there are different neoliberal capitalist states and each one is now trying to like vie mm-hmm. for power. Each one of them wants to be the one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you- yeah, you've got that. You've also got the fact that Russia, Russia's communism, for the most part, got defeated, but its national, like, sense of national pride. Um, Didn't. Yeah, and it got publicly embarrassed by the fall of the Soviet Union. So, like, beyond the political ideology of the end of the Soviet Union, there is the nationalist 
um, you know, we we our pants dropped down in front of the world in 1991, and and then you know the Yeltsin's failures, and it you know it, it it's been an embarrassing time to be a Russian for a few decades now, and so it it does seem like there's an aspect of this is like. Putin proving that this country is a global player again and that you can't you don't fuck around with them. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's going to lead to a greater escalation. Um, one could say that that is being slightly disproven with the amount of Ukrainian farmers just taking military equipment. Yeah, <laughs> on, in a way, like, it does feel like their pants are again kind of slipping down. Uh, it's not a full pantsing, but, uh, uh, but the belt but it is loose. certainly. The, the belt has been loose and people are laughing. Yes. <laughs> like the, the amount of, of videos of just Ukrainian far, farmers towing Russian tanks <laughs> off the road. <laughs> or there was one which was a bunch of, I don't know if they were just citizens or they were Ukrainian soldiers, but they commandeered one of the Russian tanks and took it for a joyride. <laughs> uh, Jackal, what was the tweet you wanted to read? Uh, yes. Uh, so before we get to the, I, I will say that the, the, there's, the, there are some videos of this stuff. Don't look at them. They're very, uh, I don't think unless you have the stomach for it, they're, there are, they are horrifying. Um, so like, uh, and yeah, just keep that in mind. There's a lot of dark stuff that we haven't talked about, uh, in, in the yeah. war too, about the, which of course, as this goes on, we will continue to talk about it and cover it. So, yeah. uh, yeah. just, yeah, this is bad. But I will this end is bad. Is sort of I will end this with a transition from getting sort of serious for a second to getting um I don't even know how to describe this. So Representative Clay Higgins uh made a tweet. Mm-hmm. He's uh he re- he represents Louisiana's third congressional district. Uh so this this tweet is I yeah, I'm just gonna read it. Uh <clears throat> You millennial leftists who never lived one day under nuclear threat can now reflect upon your woke sky. You made quite a non-binary fuss to save the world from intercontinental ballistic tweets. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so I would like to open this up before we transition into another to one of our other topics. I want to ask, what the fuck do you think he's talking about? Oh, He's like, um, God, you know, you know, a toy that you pull the back of the string on and it says things. That's a lot of conservatives anymore is you pull it. And it's like cancel culture masks. <laughs> what are you even trying to say? I, I think he's saying we've not focused on the right things. We focused on uh, policing speech and stuff and like fine, except for. Like, I don't think that you could, I don't think those are mutually exclusive. That's what I don't like about, like, like the, these kind of conservative things that drive me nuts is it's like, you know, I'm capable of, as this episode is about to prove, caring about trans people and also the threat of nuclear war. Are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive. Now, you can, uh, now this, this is a hot take, Josiah. Wow. Hmm. I I I think I'm still even if if I'm being that charitable. This yeah, I'm trying to give the most. So yeah. incomprehensible. Like I can't even begin to parse. Like trying to th- get into the head of this of this man. Yeah. Um, I think that the gerbil <laughs> that is running in his head is dead because I can't imagine or I had a stroke while writing this tweet because I don't know how you can 
don't know how you can write out woke sky and then think, yeah. oh yeah, no, this this is kind of stupid. I should delete this in. And, yeah, it uh, feels like a Sam Hyde one. bit. <laughs> uh, I it is this is an incomprehensible statement about <laughs> seemingly. I'm going to assume that this is to dunk on. Uh, uh, that this is to dunk on like millennials, the left. Mm-hmm. It's all just, a, uh, a, I don't know. Uh, also, I, what is he talking about? This is still something which is being used. Millennials, millennials are like 40 now. They're like mm-hmm. thir- in their thirties and forties. They're not yeah. like the kids anymore. Yeah, the people, the like the older ones of us on this podcast, which I think you know would I don't actually don't know. Uh, I know Jackal's the youngest, but us we're it's a born tie between the three of us. We're born on the edge of Gen Z and Millennial. At least I am. Um, well, I'm and, 24. And, You're and 24, and I'm going to be 25 in a month. We're not the kids of the world anymore because I'm the youngest Millennial or the oldest Gen Zer, depending on who you ask. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm technically yeah. in this podcast, I am the hippest person here. I'm like the coolest person. You, here. you did just say hip, though. <laughs> I did. This comes from the fact that my my father stole my my uh, the jackal's father, uh, famous man who is not allowed to have a Twitter. Um, we'll 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 change that. Uses uses like like slang from the 1930s because yeah. he th- uh, as as a way of messing with my brain to <laughs> i don't even i i say vibe that that uh is that that's hip that's cool now you say vibe yeah yeah my my dad said broad so he had to be told he can't say that anymore <laughs> yeah broads broads i say broads <laughs> dad you can't say that <laughs> They Listen, I don't understand me. why all these broads are so uppity about it. <laughs> there, there have been many points where I have I've had to tell my father, "You cannot use those words anymore. They are not." <laughs> yeah, you can't but use they're broads. You, you understand, Jackal? They're broads. You, you don't you're, quite you're giving, get understand you're, you're it. Giving, you're giving my father an affect, which I want. I think it's funnier that he doesn't have like a 1930s affect, and that he said that. Yeah. Just like a normal, like, like, man, I can't believe these broads. And I'm like, oh my god. Yes. And, uh, dad. Is, uh, it, it required all of his children to say, you cannot say that anymore. You That's not that a, <laughs> You cannot call a collection of women Listen, broads. A, col- a collection of women, you say? Yeah, broads, broads, they're all broads. So, I, <sighs> I, I, I just, I, I'm. I think Internet Continental Ballistic Tweets is a great name for like an a album. Fucking awesome. That's an awesome Intercontinental name. Ballistic Tweet. That's the name yeah, of this that'd episode. Yeah, that make a great album. That yeah, Intercontinental Ballistic Tweets. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good. I, Boy. This is my favorite tweet on the internet now. I love this. This is so stupid. It's so incomprehensible and I I know that, like, and he got dugged on so hard. He was ratioed by so many people. Wait, did he say the non-binary sky or the woke sky? Both are awesome. He said the woke, but the... He said woke sky and non-binary fuss. Oh, God. Yeah, look up at your woke sky. That's so awesome. That's like an awesome metal lyric or something. I, <laughs> look up at your woke sky! 
sky. Yes. Oh, yes. It's like something man. out of like it's like a glam rock out. Like that's like a glam rock lyric. Oh yeah. Or uh, look uh, up at your woke sky. All you non-binary people feel like you're gonna die. Oh man, that I don't know. The style of you singing that made me think of some band, but I can't fucking remember their name. And it's killing me. Anyway, uh, this yeah, is we'll, not It will we'll come to you later during when you edit the podcast. You see, oh, fucking hell. God damn it. Oh, Protest the Hero. Protest the Hero. There I go. think that's who I was thinking Protest of. Yes. Hero. Oh, yeah. It sounded like Protest the Hero. Anyway. Uh, awful, just funny awful, that the, terrible. The dictionary.com ratioed him. Ratioed by dictionary. I well, I I love I love this a lot, and I think I think that we should start using this uh, intercontinental ballistic tweets woke sky and not very not not binary buses. Let us face without panic the reality of our times: the fact that atom bombs may someday be dropped on our cities, and let us prepare for survival by understanding the weapon that threatens us. To to transition from this from the from Ukraine news, we're going to talk about something that is as depressing as that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're lifting the mood with more depression. Um, yep. Oh, fellas. Uh, so we mentioned, we alluded to it last episode. We're going to talk a little bit about it now, although it, it's hard to even know what to say aside from this sucks. Um, but yeah, so there's been a, a wave of anti-trans laws that have swept the country, specifically in Texas, although um, Iowa joins that list. So, yep. yep. Indiana, Yay. too. Yep. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, a bunch of anti, anti-trans laws. Texas is, I think, the most extreme one because they, what they had, um, fucking uh, gender reassignment surgery among minors classified as child abuse. Which also means encouraging it in any way, being encouraging of a transgender child is a form of, you know, abuse potentially. It's kind of fuzzy <laughs> legally. Um, and yeah, the ACLU and stuff is is dealing with like, can you legally even make this law? Because it, it seems pretty intense. But yeah, like they're re- reassigning like, yeah. uh, gender reassignment surgeries are being uh, officially labeled as forced sterilization legally. Oh, Josiah, if you don't like the, the anti-transgender laws, just just pick up and move to a more accepting state. Oh, we can't, yeah, we can't do anything so systemic to, uh, to alleviate the situation. No, no. It's not like it's, it's their individual choice to a commit atrocity so yeah what, what is this voice you're doing freeze? what is this what voice is, what is, you're doing is this like an old british like aristocratic woman what are you doing uh, what is you, you guys you guys can't uh legislate anything in this because uh if you legislate it that's fascism and uh i'm very smart uh you can't tell them not to do it because uh that would be taking away their freedom to uh oppress people yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that phil um thank you phil, thank you, phil. listen i'm just i'm just telling it how it is uh, you got you know, i'm just know. saying you gotta oppress yeah. yep. we're doing it so we you know uh, if you tell them it, not to they'll just get upset about it and you don't want to so, hurt people's feelings so the texas trans uh trans uh 
so I'm I'm trying to get this done. if they, this was a a uh, this came out from Governor Abbott, um, who should be afraid of of hell more. I I think so. Yeah, I think more I think, politicians uh, I think every yeah. I think every single uh, individual who has written uh, a bill like this uh, that has uh, that is trying to do that, that is is doing shit like this needs to be afraid of hell more. That they yes. uh, they seem to and they they seem to not really regard uh, just you know the case they don't actually believe in anything other than you know money and themselves, but. I think that uh, they should they should start thinking about well, what if this is true? What if God's real? Yeah, um, the the Iowa variation, of course, actually plays off of a, the last Iowa update we did. Um, as I, uh, if you recall, Ta- Totterson's daughter did that um, op-ed about how there shouldn't be trans athletes. Um, that is that is what has happened here. It is. Currently, the law that has gone through is it does not allow athletes to play as their gender identity. They have to uh, play as the gender they were assigned at birth. So, um, and that do especially if you're on hormone replacement therapy, that would just that's going to mess with everything. If you are, yeah. yes, it is. This this all comes from just not understanding how any of this shit works. If you're if, listen, if you're like a trans woman and they're like, okay, go compete with dudes. Your bone density is a little different. Your muscle mass is going to be different. You're not going to be able to, like, do certain sports that they're going to yeah. be like, oh, yeah, just get in a ring with these guys who are, like, built this way. And, uh, yeah, we're just doing this because, like, this is what you were assigned and you have to contend with them now be- instead of, like, actually contend. Hor- the hormones are different. No, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. They're, that That's the main... Oh, fuck's sake. It's just it's more ways to make it harder to be trans at every turn. Is it feels yeah, like and it's what it's, it's about. It's, it's not about it's not about making sure athletics are no. fair. It's not about it's that. About, uh, it's, the the yeah. cruelty the cruelty is the point. I think that that's something yeah. which will get lost with a lot of people. I, I've seen people say, "Oh, they're using this as an excuse to not talk about this or not talk about that." No, no, I, that's not what this is. This you is can't logic this is what this cruelty is past a certain point. Yeah. It's just about the cruelty. That's it. That's because they they've decided that they, these people are not people that 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 should exist within their society, within how they view society. Should be, these people should exist. And this their, is this mind. is the same thing that like people are trying to logic and like pathologize this. You know, are the people who do this like psychopaths or callous? And the same thing happened after World War II with the Nazis. They found out they were all psychologically normal. They're just hateful, and mm-hmm. anybody could be. That's part of the problem, is that anybody could quickly succumb to this rhetoric, like mm-hmm. this intensely terrible rhetoric. Not that it's good or easy or should be normalized, but it is. It is normalized. And mm-hmm. people just, like, go nuts. They yeah, just well, don't yeah. understand. And, yeah, people get so inundated that, you know, they inundated in this kind of stuff that they don't view these people as people people anymore. And they mm-hmm. eventually just get to a point where it's like, well, you know, I just simply don't care what happens to them. You know, we mm-hmm. should just keep them in their own little box. You know, it, it's that idea is like neoliberalism is all about, like, essentially maintaining the status quo. A lot of it is maintaining the status quo. But what's mm-hmm. funny is that in under neoliberalism, the status quo is preserved, and that's the only kind of legislation that goes through is legislation that preserves the status quo. Well, yeah. so I, I think, think I'm realizing that even 
I don't think that this is necessarily even preserving the status quo. This is about hurting people. It is yeah. hurting. Well, is but really like they, no, it's it's a little bit of both. Like, so I, I can speak to a more of a Midwestern part of this, and I, I don't know about Texas necessarily, but there is a huge investment in the Midwest on maintaining normality, and I think a lot of people, a lot of especially in school boards see this the the rise in affirming trans people and the rise of taking gender seriously as an infringement upon what was this normal you know andy griffith like world and so yeah it and it's it's both pushing them out to maintain the status quo and yeah being as cruel as possible making it impossible for trans people to live in a normal life with in the the world of normality with them you know that's that's what it is about and so yeah the cruelty is the point and it is about maintaining a status quo but it's it's a regressive it's a reactionary status quo because the oh, reality yeah, of, of it is, is because the reality of it is is it's not just it's not just a conservative thing it's not just conserving the way things are because the way things are is that trans people are at least acknowledged um and so no this is, is reactionary regressive. this is get rid of them but i think yeah. what's fascinating about this is it's like it's to me, I guess the way I see it is, like, preserving the status quo. Is people just don't want to have to consider this. It's not, like, now it's yeah. bringing to light questions of, like, you know, uh, we're going to have to ask kids, you know, how do you feel about your gender identity? Are you comfortable Which, with that, it? That, that kind how of transition, there's a, there's a, I think it's a Florida bill. The, there's a, you, about not talking about sexuality or gender in, in school. No, not a, yeah, it's the don't say gay. Yeah, don't laws. say gay, yeah, that, that, um... Good lord, and but but the, this is a kind of point I kind of want to make is I don't think that since the last four years or so things have, in our country have changed really fast. There's been a lot of discourse that has erupted, uh, you know, talking about race, talking about gender, talking about a lot of stuff has blown up in the last few years in a way that just wasn't the case before, and so it's not maintaining the status quo. It's trying to bring back the status quo. And why I think that's an important distinguish, distingu like distinction is we have moved past conservatism. We are too reactionary, which are different because conservatism is all about no, no progress. We, we stop, we keep things how they are. But things aren't that way anymore. So it's not about maintaining things. It's about let's go back. And yeah, it's that's, about active and that's regression. Different. Mm -hmm. And that's and that's why it's scary because that's what's moving like a lot of the conservatism in the U.S. from just conservatism to straight up reactionary, if not fascism. Because that's something the about the. There was a bill, there was a bill in Florida, which was to report, uh, it was going to make school officials report that if, uh, it, it eventually this got, uh, uh, the bill sponsor had to take it, uh, take it down because of the backlash to it. But it was going to make that, uh, like school counselors, teachers had to report, uh, if a student, like, talked to them about their sexuality. Yeah, like came out, yeah. Uh, to their, to get that, if to their parents, which is, I, uh, that, that's how you kill children. That, that's want, yeah. like that's a, and then this other the texas one that's uh i just have it up here uh that it was abbott is calling on he's calling on licensed quote licensed professionals and members of the general public to report uh the parents of transgender minors to state authorities uh, uh if it appears minors are receiving gender-affirming medical care which I, and i think that the cruelty is the point here because 
nobody can like nobody can look at that bill and be like that's a good thing like that's a good thing for people to do like that just logically there are there are a lot of these people are a lot of these people i know but like look at this like that this is a good thing i know what you mean do you like but look at the wording though like i know i know so insidious it's like again to them to them that's a good thing to them that's good I know, and that's and that's that's, I think that's that, what's like I, freaking me out. I think that that's what we just. I think that what it is is that we are just on completely different platitudes of reality to uh, conservatism and uh, the, the and I've just like the left and I don't even know you, if you could call like the right and if if opposition opposition to this should even be the left, it should just be being a decent human being. <laughs> that's what I would say. Yeah. But evidently, that is no longer a stance that one could have anymore. You know, I think just as a human being, this is wrong. Because yeah. in their view, it's not wrong. Uh, I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can uh, say something like that and not think that you're evil and not think that mm-hmm. that uh, that you are in the that history is going to regard you the same way that uh, that as you should be regarded as the Nazis have burned down those uh, those books about about uh, late early transgender. So this is a thing that people don't. You, you, you guys are familiar with the with those famous images of Nazis burning down books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what all those books were about at the time in Germany? Queer stuff. Sexuality Queer really, stuff, yeah. research. Yeah. That's what they were burning. This is the same shit. This is it. And also the, the fucking book shit, too. With not wanting to have, have books that make them uncomfortable or mm-hmm. are about the Holocaust or about sexuality or race in their libraries. Yeah. Well, and and I think part of like why this is, this is happening is I think that the left, I think this has been changing. Uh, since since uh, the 2020 protests, but the left has been almost too big picture, and they've been thinking about national politics. When really the battleground right now is local politics, and we're now starting to see this bubbling up. These battles, the CRT battle, the gender battles, these are coming up. These are taking place in your school board. You listening right now? There is a school board meeting going on somewhere near you. That there are people pushing for this shit and they're going to probably have a bigger impact on politics than you're tweeting about ukraine and that's that's what's like i i, I don't know and I'm, I'm saying this even though i'm not it's not like i'm going to fucking school board meetings here right but like this is this is what's occurring is conservatives have caught on that the, the fastest way to do shit in the country is to do it from the bottom up and liberals and a lot of leftists are stuck having the fights about the, the the big picture and understandable when it comes to things like Ukraine, because like there's nothing I can do in Des Moines that has any impact on Ukraine. But like right. also my tweeting doesn't have any impact on that either. And th- that being said, you know, you can call your Congress people about Ukraine or something about taking immigrants in, although I think I think that's kind of going through now. Um, but these, these battles are taking place locally right now. The CRT shit the the um you know gender shit banning books it's this is all happening in your cities right now anyway they are there and i i think that you it is up to you have to when you see this shit happening you have to you have to go up and confront them about it you can't just mm-hmm. this because they are if no if you don't confront them on this they will win mm-hmm this is like this. I, I think the cis people. This are, are, we have a responsibility to help our our trans uh, our trans mm-hmm. friends and our fa- our trans friends, family, loved ones, 
comrade, whatever. It is our responsibility as allies to them to to help, to do what, yeah. what we can to 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 mitigate and stop with whatever we can do. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, then what the? F- because otherwise, they're alone. Mm-hmm. And right now, they're being targeted in such a, a specifically vicious way by the right wing machine. And it is, it's horrifying. Like this shit is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, that, uh, anyone who, if this, cause at the moment with, with, uh, I know with, with, uh, with Texas, there is a, a judge blocked. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, uh wait, shit. Uh, did you guys hear about that? A judge has blocked a Texas investigation, uh, of one transgender teen's parents. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I, I missed this one. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll just read some of this out from the NPR. Uh, a Texas judge on Wednesday blocked the state from investigating the parents of a transgender teenager over gender confirmation treatments, but stopped short of preventing the state from looking into other reports about children receiving similar cases. District Judge Amy Clark uh, Mancham uh, issued a temporary order halting the investigation by the Department of Family Protective Services into the parents of, 16, of a 16-year-old girl. The parents sued over the investigation. Uh, sued over the investigation. Republican Governor Greg Abbott's order last week that officials look into reports of such treatments as abuse. Mansham wrote uh, wrote that the parents and the teen face the imminent and ongoing uh, deprivation of their constitutional rights, the potential loss of necessary medical care, and the stigma attached uh, to being the subject of an unfounded child abuse investigation. Clark set a March 11th hearing on whether to uh, to issue a broader temporary order blocking enforcement of Abbott's. Uh, directive. The lawsuit marked the first report of parents being investigated following Abbott's uh, directive and an earlier non-binding legal opinion by Republican Attorney General Ken Paxson, laboring certain gender confirmation treatments as child abuse. The American Civil Liberties Union and Lambda Legal sued the, uh, the state Tuesday on behalf of the team. We appreciate the relief granted to our clients, but this should uh, never have happened and is unfathomably cruel, said Brian uh, Closebore, ACLU of Texas attorney, uh, uh, said in a statement. Families should not have to fear being separated because they are providing the best possible health care to their children. Spokespersons uh, for Abbott and Paxson's offices did not immediately respond to requests uh, for comment Wednesday night. Mansham uh uh, issued the order hours after attorneys for the state and for the parents appeared uh, uh, appeared her via Zoom in a brief hearing. Uh, Paul Castillo, Lambda Legal's senior counsel, told Mansham that allowing the order to be enforced would cause irreparable harm to the teen's parents and other families. It is unconstitutional for DP for DFPS uh, to still pursue any investigation and inflict any more trauma and harm, Castillo said in a statement after the judge's ruling. The groups also represent a clinical psychologist who has said that the order will force her to choose between reporting her clients to the state or, fa- or facing the loss of her license and other penalties. Ryan Kircher, an attorney for Pax's office, told Mansham that the governor's order and the earlier opinion don't require the state to investigate every transgender child receiving gender confirmation care. Abbott's directive and the attorney general's opinion go against the nation's largest medical groups, including the American Medical Association, which have opposed Republican-backed uh, restrictions filed in a state houses nation in state houses nationwide. Arkansas last year became the first state to pass a law prohibiting gender confirmation, uh, confirming treatment for minors, and, te- and Tennessee approved a similar measure. 
a judge blocked Arkansas's law and the state is appealing. The Texas lawsuit does not identify the family by name. The suit uh, said the mother works for DFPS on the review of reports of abuse and neglect. The day of Abbott's order, she asked her supervisor how it would affect the agency's policy, according to the lawsuit. The mother was placed on leave because she has a transgender child, a transgender daughter, and the following day was informed her family will be investigated in accordance with the governor's directive, the suit said. The teen has received puberty-delaying medication and hormone therapy. Uh, DFPS said Tuesday that it had received uh, three reports since Abbott's order and Paxton's opinion, but would uh, but would not say whether any resulted investigations. At Wednesday's hearing, he still said that uh, he was aware of at least two other families being investigated. He also said some medical providers have stopped providing pre- prescriptions for gender-confirming care because of the governor's order. Fucking evil, man. This is evil shit. Evil. This is, I, I can't, this is so fuck like, I think something here that is particularly cruel is that it is targeting like parents that are supporting their children that are trying yeah. to make sure that their children are comfortable in their bodies. Like that they're mm-hmm. in this, like this is, and I, I don't know if this kid strikes particularly, but I think that the fact that it's not just tar- targeting, like it's targeting those that want to make uh, like trans people safe yep. and the people yeah. that like it, it's, a, it's targeting, like it is so monumentally evil. Uh, that I I cannot I just in my I don't there's no way that you could you could come up with this shit and not think that you are you are the bad guy in history yeah you're going well, to regard you know, as, as someone who's the villain in the history book you you see this as like you you see right here um kind of the two sidedness of the family values politics right because. You know, family values, people don't care about family values because like for me, I I like, I like family values. And one of those family values is affirming my kid. You know what I mean? Like that's a family value. That's a family value right there. I mean, this is, we're talking about fucking tearing, tearing families apart. We're we're attacking the state. This is weaponizing the state to attack the family. This is, this is like shit you that, can that, like, you can use conservative talking points against this, but they won't use this can. because the because it, it was never fucking about families. You know, it was never no. fucking about families because there was no support of welfare to help families. There was no support of anything like that. <clears throat> Things that materially help families It was never about families. It was about criminalizing people who weren't white and criminalizing people who do not live according to the specific model of gender they have in mind. The, this is a violent way of maintaining it's it's about maintaining status quo it's not about families and and i I think that's what just fucking pisses me off so much is uh you know i you know i i have like almost a a part of my brain that has digested a lot of the conservatism i grew up with and i see that 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 part of like part of how i moved left was seeing how much if i actually took seriously conservative values that i was raised with it ended up putting me as a leftist and one of those is families if i give a shit about families you shouldn't be a conservative if you care about family don't be a conservative and this is something that like alex jones was fucking saying shit like this for the longest time of oh they're going after your family they're gonna break it but his you know of course like his rhetoric was that they're gonna feminize your kids if they're like the, the whole that whole bullshit but this is they're gonna feminize state. your kids feminize your kids this is this is the state specifically this is the state like violent, violently Attacking tearing families, families apart yeah because they like b- because they're doing 
they are they are making their child comfortable. It's it's so weird how the like like conservatives have gotten so reactionary that the they don't even like live up to their own talking points because like you know for instance like the homeschooling movement really comes out of fear about sex ed historically fear about sex ed and about uh, integration. Um, yeah. and it's funny because like, like Kelly and I have talked about, like if we had kids now, we almost want to homeschool for the exact opposite reasons, which is, I want to make sure my kid <laughs> learns about slavery and, <laughs> like, and how like, an <laughs> yes. And it's so like, I don't know. It's, it's funny. The idea of like, Oh, I, I almost want to homeschool to teach my kid critical race theory, <laughs> but like, nah, there you, go. you know, that's, that's what's fucking <laughs> It is funny because it seems like if you if you actually believed a lot of the conservative ideas about caring about families or virtue or uh, life right. or whatever, you, you should be some sort of socialist, like, frankly. But if you're a reactionary who is using those concepts to justify being a reactionary, then, the, you know, the GOP, that's the party for you. Um, I don't know. Just... Just uh, uh it's bleak I, uh, right now. Yeah. And something which is brought up by by uh, other by sort of like the I've seen sort of some of this discourse of the trans community that this is also gonna hurt cis people too that are just gender oh, yeah. not conforming in any way. Uh yeah. like there are this is going to like there's gonna be like like just cis straight people or cis like what is just that are just that because to some other person they don't look like how they think they should look, this is going to affect mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yeah. So how like you just see you see a kid like yeah, that's a how how I think that, that should look. I'm gonna report this to the state. Yeah. Fucked up, man. Yeah, is- yeah, it's fucking reporting a kid to the state because a, a girl wants to play with a G.I. Joe or something. You know what I mean? Like this this could go so extreme. I I hope it doesn't go that far, but it really has the I potential hope this to go stopped. that far. I hope, I hope this, so this too, gets man. Stopped. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I would I, like people hesitate to use the word fascist, you know, in the wake of calling like Trump a fascist every three minutes. But this is this is fascism. Like this is it's, a fascist. Yeah, you can't do something. We're trying to eliminate you because it's going to be a war of attrition. You're either going to kill yourself, or you'll just be miserable your entire life. I really think that the word reactionary needs to get used more in like mainstream discourse because, you know, talking about the Overton window of American politics, for the most part, the Democratic Party is a party of conservatives and moderate progressives. And the the GOP does not it, it's not a conservative party. It is a reactionary party. Like I was saying about the return to the status quo rather than, um, you know. You know, a, a traditional kind of conservative uh, approach, at least in like European politics, was the realization that you do a little bit of reform to prevent, you know, things spiraling out of hand into revolutionary or, or major progressive movements. That's what the DNC is. The DNC is a conservative party. Yeah. And the GOP is reactionary, genuinely reactionary. Which is what's going on right now. Like, they are trying to return to a different time that does not exist anymore. It is It is that, that this, uh, we really need to do that Embryo Echo, Echo episode soon. Yeah. Uh, this, this return to this false golden age that never existed. Yep. Never existed, you know. So, it's, it's I think up, we, uh, this is, yeah, no, this is, 
this is fucked. This is just I yeah. I I'm gonna I'll send Josiah some trans charities that uh that you should donate yeah. to and some yeah, other I'll stuff stick that, them in the show notes. Yeah. If if you can, um do whatever you can to do whatever you can to one show love and compassion for, for our chant for tra- your trans neighbor. Um mm-hmm. because God knows that they need it right now. And two is uh if you can, if you're financially able to to donate to mm-hmm. charities that are either supporting uh uh trans trans people that are uh in some way like doing something about this, whether it's the ACLU or fucking anyone that's opposing this, or local mm-hmm. uh like orgs in, in uh in Texas trying to do something about this. And three yeah. is you gotta when you see this shit pop up, you have to say something. You have to. It, it, if it takes for you to go to your school board meeting and yell at these people, then then if you can, you should do it. Mm-hmm. Pressure your churches about it too. Yes, um, and if, if, uh, I, it, if yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's at this point, it's so apparently evil that, you know, I, I, I don't feel like even a, a misunderstand, like a difference of understanding of gender theology is even going to justify like the extent this is going to the fuck like, that. yeah, I, did, yeah. Did I could see the head of the Episcopal Church in, in, uh, in Texas uh, came out opposed to it. Yes. Our, uh, the bishop in Iowa also uh, posted like. Uh, a prayer for trans kids and stuff and yeah it's at the very least you know the episcopal church has had a lot of issues but they're pretty good on gender stuff and yeah at least they're saying stuff but uh <sighs> if you're if you should if if you can bring this up to your church and mm-hmm. if if they if they say anything other than this is evil and we have to do whatever we can for uh, for the trans community then you need to ask them how comfortable they are knowing that they do not believe in God, that they don't yeah. follow Christ. I would like to, uh, uh, I would like to have a, uh, a reading of, uh, of Matthew 25. Let's do that and then wrap up. I think that's a good way to end here. I will be using the, uh, the, 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 uh, the new living translation, um, for this. It's the, uh, this is, uh, the section of the final judgment. <clears throat> But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all of the angel and all the angels with him, then he will sit upon his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered in his presence, and he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats on his left. Then the king will say say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you and the creation of the world, from the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you fed me, and I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink, or a stranger and show you hospitality, or naked or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it for me. Then the king will turn to those on the left and say, away with you, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his demons. For I was hungry and you didn't feed me. I was thirsty and you didn't give me a drink. I was a stranger and you didn't invite me to your home. I was naked and you didn't give me clothing. I was sick and in prison, and you didn't visit me. 
Then they will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or thirsty or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and not help you? And he will answer, I tell you the truth. When you refuse to help the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you are refusing to help me. And they will go away into, into eternal punishment, but the righteous will go into eternal life. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen, baby. Jeez. Well, you have been listening to Mammonberg. Um, I have been joined today by uh, my two fellow co-hosts here, Phil. That's that's me, everybody. It's it's Philium. We had some good takes this episode. Good takes so. all around. Some depressing news. Uh, I just want to end with another epitaph from Maoist Carl Weezer. Uh, I will now be opening. Oh my god! I, I bought this from like. Oh, you've got uh, a copy of the little bread book. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I totally didn't buy this for the bit. I, wherever there is struggle, there is sacrifice and death, a common occurrence. But we have the interests of the people and the sufferings of the great majority at heart. And when we die for the people, it is a worthy death. Nevertheless, we should try our best to avoid unnecessary sacrifices. Uh, <laughs> Where can they follow you, Phil? Uh, you can follow me at Maoist Carl Weezer. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. You can Cryptid follow me at Cryptid Director. Cryptid Director. And, uh, of course, I was joined by Jackal as well. Oh, hi. How the fuck do I even get to to even top that? I can't. Holy crap. Uh, I mean, I did I did the reading of, of, of Matthew, so I think that that... Yeah. that, uh, that That's that, good. That's good. That's good. So, uh, hi, everybody. This has been a kind of a pretty heavy episode of Mammonberg. Talk a lot of heavy topics. I hope that that reading of Matthew did kind of place things a bit... Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. hopefully. I, I hope. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I hope that you're reinvigorated a bit from that. So if you would like to to follow me, I'm going to warn you right now, I'm going to see the Batman tomorrow. So <laughs> a lot of my Twitter is going to be talking about cape shit. I'm not sorry. Talking about the Batman. Wow, I'm not sorry. Uh, that is, it's A lot of this is just going to be talking about Batman. So if you're not ready for that, then you need to get the fuck out now get out get the fuck out because if you're follow not jackal that, but then like snooze him for like a month or something like that uh, oh um, you you seem to think that this will only last a month oh christ this i my hype this I, is still I'm going on when <laughs> i'm going to the way that i've i've hyper fixated on dude is gonna happen with oh this no Oh, no. You, I, I can't fucking wait. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be so unbearably annoying on Twitter. It's gonna be great. And also, we're getting hoarder on Twitter on my Twitter too. So, no. be ready for that. No, I have, I've been, I have been, I've decided to cast off any shame that I have made garner and start liking things that are very suspicious to some people. Oh no! If you look at my no. likes, you might see the usual suspects, but some things will definitely stick out. Ah, uh, something's definitely sticking out. Oh, oh most certainly. Oh, no.
Most certainly. Very, uh, and very I'm yes, mo- you can follow me. <laughs> most and another, just like, let me let me I know you like talking over over women and minorities, but let me have my moment. Oh, no. <laughs> let me have my moment. You can follow me. I'll also be doing the, the typical trolley bullshit too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, no. not, I'm not God for what, so if you want to follow along, uh, go ahead and give me a follow at Jackal Jester on uh, formerly Jack Dorsey's Twitter.com. And of course, I am Josiah Sutton. You can follow me at Josiah W. Sutton on Twitter. Of course, I am not on Twitter right now for Lent, but I am still producing things that you can see. There are now two episodes out of Fruitless and ideally a third one here pretty soon. Uh, First episode was with Josh. Christensen of Ozplice talking about the Midwest, and the second one was with friend of the show Francis Cooper talking to him about Eastern Orthodoxy. Uh, so go check those out. And uh, I'm trying to write Substack again, so I have a short piece uh, just kind of reflecting on most of the stuff I was bitching about in this episode anyway, the fears of nuclear holocaust and all that. But if you want to read it in writing, it's there. Uh, and without further ado, I think that's that's it. I think we did the episode, folks. That. That's a wrap. Uh, and, uh, before we, uh, I guess, uh, be kind to the least of us. Be kind to the least of us. Yep. Le Vietnam brûlait, moi je hurle Mao Mao. Johnson rigolait, moi je vole Mao Mao. Le Napalm coulait, moi je roule. I want Zelensky to fuck me. So, so let us face without panic the reality of our times. The fact that atom bombs may someday be dropped on our cities. L'impérialisme dicte partout sa loi. La révolution n'est pas un dîner. La bomba est un tigre en papier Les masses sont les véritables héros Les ricains tuent et moi je mets ma homo Les fous sont rois et moi je bois ma homo Les bombes tonnent et moi je sonne ma homo Les bébés fuient et moi je fuis ma homo Les russes mangent et moi je danse ma you might be out playing at home when the warning comes. Then be sure to get into the house fast. La base de l'armée, c'est le soldat. Le vrai pouvoir est au bout du fusil. Les monstres seront tous anéantis. L'ennemi ne périt pas de lui-même. I want Zelensky to fuck me so, so much.